KPLY. A local theater troupe has been performing a new original work to reflect uh, the current political climate. And although it's still in previews, it's been getting some mixed reviews. I had a chance to sit down and interview a few of the cast members and even get a sneak peek of their show. This is my look into Benjamin Masterson, Chad Zimmerman, and their original show, The Penis Monologues. I first met with Benjamin Masterson, the recent founder of the Sausalito-based theater company, The Outcast Theater. When I looked at their website, I saw that their mission statement was to produce shows that give light to issues that marginalized groups face. And their first ever show, The Penis Monologues, aims to do just that. What follows is my interview with Benjamin. So Benjamin, uh, thank you so much for sitting down with me. And um, just to start off, why the Outcast Theater? What was the thinking behind that? Oh, well, you know, I've always been really passionate about acting and performing, and I've always wanted to start my own company, but I never felt like the moment demanded it. You know what I mean? But given the recent political climate the last few months, I knew that it was time for us to tell our stories, to show our struggle. Fascinating. Uh, Well, I'm glad I have a chance to talk to you, and... um... Oh, just wondering, where did you get the idea for the name? Uh, it really it really catches the ear, so to speak. Yeah, so I knew that I wanted my theater to have a good name. Like, for example, there's this one in Alaska called Plan B Theater. What a stupid name, you know? You're either going to be associated with, like, being a second choice or a backup plan or a morning after pill. That's awful. Nope, nobody wants that. And I wanted it to be meaningful, to reflect what I'm putting out. And I think Outcast Theater really captures that. And uh, and your play, uh, what should audiences expect? Oh, I'm sure most people have heard of Eve Ensler's The Vagina Monologues. Mm-hmm. And if they haven't, it's, it's basically a collection of monologues from the perspectives of all these different women. And we wanted to adapt that to help show the struggles of men in today's world. Mm. Very inspiring. And um, uh, what specifically is reflected in this piece? Okay. Um, for example... Uh, a recent example is everything surrounding the Kavanaugh hearing. You know, there's all this, um, this like, buzz, let's say, around how men act in more intimate settings. And, y- you know, I'm, I'm very afraid of having my life ruined by some woman falsely claiming I might have violated her. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's very, very scary to me. It's a source of a lot of fear. So I think that pain really comes out in our piece. Wow. Yeah, and it also touches on issues like... Uh, Okay, for, for example, there's one monologue about how people won't sit next to this man while he takes a train because they judge his outward appearance. I think it makes a cool statement about our prejudices and perceptions. That's, that's uh, very, very cool. And um, I think that could make uh, a really great statement about race uh, if, I guess, um, let's say a black man is playing <laughs> that role. <laughs> Do, um, well, does it do that? Oh, no. No, it actually doesn't. Uh, yeah. Could it? No. no actually, uh, no. Because in his dialogue, he says, I am a white man. So it, it wouldn't really work to have anyone other than a white man play that role. Ah, 
So the aim of these men, their goal, is to bring awareness to the hardships they face on a daily basis. We talked about uh, some more of his other pieces that you'll hear later, and um, when I asked him about his influences, he said Michael Bay, James Franco, and Quentin Tarantino, to name a few. I love Michael Bay. It sounds dumb, but I think he's a true visionary, honestly. Like, have you watched any of his movies? Uh, no, I don't think so. No, seriously? Armageddon? Pearl Harbor? Nope. But Transformers, you, you must have seen that one. Uh, no. Then he shared one of his personal experiences with us. He says it had an influence in, on his decision to start creating the Venus monologues. When, uh, when, when I was in high school, I had like a, a bowl cut. And people were, were cruel. I was bullied for the way I, I like to wear my hair. I'm so sorry. And um, if you don't mind sharing, uh, why would your fellow students pick on you? Yeah, I'll, I'll share. Most of it centered around my haircut. Most people would make comments about how I look like a, like a school shooter. And they would say, like, you look like you're going to make Columbine look like a joke. Oh, I... I... I, I don't know if we can say that last thing, actually. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. It's just, it, it's a big part of my experience, you know? I, uh, I actually wrote one of the pieces about that. Well, I hope we'll get to hear it later. Yeah, of course. Next, I spoke with Chad Zimmerman, another member of their company and a major contributor in creating this piece. Uh, so, Chad... Right off the bat, why did you help write this? Sure, sure. Um, it's a really scary time to be a man right now. Um, I think just me personally, recently I've been feeling really afraid, you know? Like, I've been thinking about what all these other people could be saying about me. Like, if people went around telling lies about, like, my character, like, what does that do maybe to my personal reputation? Fascinating. And um, how does this relate to, been, uh, to, to what's been happening politically recently? Of course. Um, like, after everything that's happened with Kavanaugh, it's, I don't know, it's just a lot to think about. That's interesting that you bring up Kavanaugh. Um, could you expand on that? Oh, definitely. Uh, okay, um, I'm, I'm not saying he didn't do it. I'm just saying, like, what if that was me? Honestly, honestly, we're pretty lucky that it all happened before we officially opened because it's given us so much material to add. Wow. Yeah, I don't want to give away too much, but we actually we actually added him in as a character. Well, uh, will we get to see that in the preview later? You just might. You well, just might. I, um, I can't wait to hear it. Then Chad shared one of his... Um, his more personal stories, uh, and gave us a little bit more insight into what influenced his creative process. So, like, I think I first became aware of, like, my victim status when, you know, when the George Zimmerman trial really started making some national headlines. 
and like so my last name is Zimmerman so you know my friends and people who I knew they would just start coming up to me and they'd make these really like hurtful jokes they would be like oh you're related to George Zimmerman or like oh you have the same last name as that Zimmerman guy don't do what he did Look, I get that he was a really bad guy, okay? But that doesn't need to be taken out on me, right? Right. And it just got to a point where I was literally thinking of changing my last name to something else. Like, I didn't, but like... But what if I did? Okay, it just... It just makes me really angry that people can't control their own prejudices like that. Mm. I see. To me, it's upsetting that I had to go through all of that, okay? But I'm I'm happy. It, it motivated me to share my story, and maybe now I can save countless other people from going through discrimination based on their own last name. Wow, that's um, it's very touching. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your story. I can't wait to hear what you uh, perform later. Now we have Benjamin Masterson... Chad Zimmerman and some of the cast of the Penis Monologues in the studio to perform selections from their show, officially opening November 1st. Men. Noun. Definition and identity under attack. Today I am agitated. At work, is my shirt right? Is my smile weird? The butterflies in my stomach pull me every which way, but I am unsure of the reason why they pull me. Tonight in bed, I lie unhappy, incomplete, but I do not know why. Tomorrow, I wake up and I look in the mirror. I am a man. I wonder if it is the day I could have my life ruined. I see a nice man across from me in the mirror, but does everyone else see it that way? As a man, I can speak, but I cannot yell. As a man, I can show love, but not lust. As a man, I have a culture, but no, that's bad. Don't participate. Don't participate. Don't be a man. On the laundry list of my daily commute, I sit alone. The train alone. The bus alone. I walk alone. Am I off-putting? Do you think I'm scary? Too big? I don't smile? At first I thought it was normal. Who sits next to other people on public transportation? And then I see her. A woman. She's joined by another woman on this too-long bus ride. Why not me? I'm a man. Please don't be scared. I'm a white man. Why does that scare you? I am Hitler. Wait, wait, listen to me. I am Hitler, but I'm not that Hitler, you know? It's actually kind of funny because I mixed up at the candidate's clock office. He accidentally changed my grandfather's name to Hitler when he was trying to file his documents while helping his son with history homework. I am a Hitler, but I'm not that bad. My name is Andrew. People still don't like me doesn't that suck. I've been denied housing, jobs, pet adoptions, all because my last name. And I ask you, has anyone else been this mistreated? I urge you, get to know someone before you judge. I am not my last name. 